previously on Whose Dice Are These Anyway? They tell you before they sit down mm-hmm. and recount the stream that they have a sister in Italy who has gone missing. I want to wait till Sam gets home, but I think it's something we might, we might want to look into. Right, so should I charter a, a plane to Italy so we can fly there, or...? And there's a man sitting in the chair in front of his desk, and he looks like, uh, I don't know, he's got like a Buddy Holly vibe going on. Like big black glasses and slick back hair. He's like, well, to rein you back in, um, so we found a few things that lead us to believe that this may be vampires. So he gives you a bunch of information where they've tried to do some research on any known vampires in this area, and they don't know about any kind of like dwelling that belongs to any, but there is a nightclub in town. We're about to step into uh, the ironically named A Spicy Meatball. <laughs> welcome to whose dice are these anyway an actual play podcast where the stories are made up and the rules barely matter i'm patrick i'm weston i'm mason and i'm matt and this is whose dice are these anyway Welcome back to Whose Dice Are These Anyway? I am your game master, Mason. I'm I'm just going to preempt this. I'm Matt. I'm also a player in this game. Hi, I'm Patrick, and I play in this game with Mason. I was willing to uh, sit in that silence for as long as I necessary, know. but Let's... I'm Weston. I want to get to the club. I play in this podcast. <laughs> I play Robert Yaga, or Yosha. He's not sure. Oh, yeah, I play Sam Thorntail. And then Mac, of course, is the wickedly talented Dr. Peter Pathrian. That's correct. He doesn't ever introduce himself. He lets other people introduce <laughs> him. <laughs> I see. It was, it's ever since the voice switch from Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm. to Sean Connery. <clears throat> yeah, we're going for another voice switch tonight. Just no, I, thought, I didn't think it was Sean Connery. I thought it was, uh, what's his name? It's a Wonderful Life. Yep, and that's the problem, is if you can't tell that between if it's Jimmy Stewart or Sean Connery, it's probably not a good impersonation of either one of them. So. Jimmy Connery. Jimmy Connery. Yes. <laughs> but that's a fun name. Hey, people... I know, I'm, I like a mobster named Jimmy Connery. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could be a fun character. Yeah, a, a Boston mobster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. Because you can do a Boston accent, right, Matt? Per- sure, of course. Perfectly, consistently, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, and all the time. <laughs> Uh, and it could have, like, people could have thought, what's, who is it, Jimmy Stewart? Is that what you said? That, yeah. Yes. Okay. So people probably got that. I just don't know who that is. So, uh, I, I, I went Sean Connery. <laughs> sure. Just so you know, it is an actor you're familiar with, though. He's the, he's the voice of the dog in Fifel Goes West. The sheriff oh, is played by Jimmy Stewart. I love that. Okay. <laughs> It's just for you, Mason. That, really... As a reference, the, yeah, the one thing that Mason might know. There's a reference that you could play along <laughs> I with. I really appreciate that. So, where we last left off was line three of the sign that's hanging outside of the club. <laughs> the small city of Ninito, Italy, where our dragon brood is investigating many, many disappearances. 
after they've got some insight from the mysterious Buddy Holly, who was meeting with Detective Ferdinand Gucci, acclaimed author and retired detective, who also has many lines on his sign. And then we're traveling to the club, uh, the Spicy Meatball, uh, in (laughs) some very, very good garb. Dressed up as the most, like, I don't even know how to describe this. We we just made a stereotype um, vampire. Yes. And <laughs> uh, Sam Thorntail is basically in a store-bought vampire costume from Spirit Halloween. And Robert is dressed in, like, Hollywood gear. Really nice, authentic-looking period piece costume shit. And I believe Dr. Peter Vathrian is... Just wearing a very classy purple suit. That's correct. Also, uh, a club called Polpetta Picante does sound pretty fun to go to. <laughs> That's it the does. Italian translation of spicy meatball. <laughs> well, you know what? They didn't do that here. They went through with something a little more gimmicky. You know, they're trying to get mm. some tourist traffic in here because they're not quite as good as the touristy town of Cincinnati. A little further mm-hmm. south. Also, it, it feels right for vampires to like lay lay low in this town and then put a touristy name on a club to like suck people in there. Right, like the gimmicky club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be right. It feels like those evil bastards. Everybody in the club getting pulpy. Everybody in the Is club getting bitten. That's fair. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, <clears throat> Mason. Out of uh our dragon form and into our human form which we pretty much constantly reside in can we do any sort of little i don't want to say magic but almost like physical tricks or things like if if i'm a fire breathing dragon uh can i make like a flame come out of my finger yes or something you know just little Okay. Yeah. And are we like super strong still because we're dragons? Yeah, you are super strong. Okay. So if we had to like, I don't know, do something that required an excessive amount of strength, it wouldn't be out of the ordinary. That's correct. Well, I mean, it'd be out of the ordinary, but well, it wouldn't be out there, of the There's like a, a feature for that, right? That would be like rolling physique. Yeah. Well, basically, whatever you would want to do, you would just have to attribute it to one of the skill rolls. And so if you were trying to make a thing, a flame come out of your finger, like if you're actually trying to like do something with fire, like damage something with fire or get something out of the way or whatever, then you probably use like a shoot skill and then just describe that's how you're doing it. Or if you're trying to like impress somebody or intimidate somebody, then you would use like a social skill. And then that would just be part of what you were doing is doing tricks okay. on your finger with fire. Yeah. I don't know why, but playing forward in my mind, I had a, uh like the idea that we may have to do some sort of low grade supernatural performances or something to, I don't know. Don't worry. My mind's a dangerous place. Nobody wants to be in there. (laughs) We'll just go on with the podcast. No, no, you're not going to need to like, I mean, I love the phrase low grade supernatural performances. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't love a low grade supernatural performance? No, yeah, this isn't going to be like a Zelda game or even like your typical, D&D where you have to level up and gain 
new abilities and skills and stuff. So, like the way this is going to work is like you guys are dragons. And I mean, maybe you don't know the extent of what you can do. It might be something you're discovering now because you've kind of just been able to chill in your tower and your building in Boston with your horde. And now you're kind of like stretching your wings out here and like, oh, yeah, I guess I could just like burn this building down if I wanted to or something. Fair enough. But yeah, just like if you're I think we may have touched on this last episode, but like if you would ever have to like fight a human for any reason and they're just a normal human, you could obliterate them and not just with lawsuits like Robert. But (laughs) right, right. But you're just going to scale all, on all fronts for us. Like, we don't have to... There's no mechanical way other than you say this enemy is ridiculously easy for you versus... Right, yeah. If we fight some other person, uh, a dragon in disguise, and we try to punch them, all of a sudden it's going to be like an even Steven fight. Yeah. I think I compared okay. it to... Now that I remember, I think I compared it to, like, Superman fighting General Zod in the new... The, sure. I guess now it's almost 10-year-old Man of Steel movie. But yeah, like fighting vampires, you guys are going to be on more of an even playing field than if you were to square up with a human. Alrighty. That sounds awesome. Alright, so the sun just went down and nobody's at the club. I'm just kidding. You guys are going to go at an appropriate time to the club. Club. That's a bold assumption, but yeah, let's try yeah. that. I guess Do we know what the appropriate that, yeah. time for the quarter yeah, you know is? The appropriate time is just after dinner at 4 okay. p.m. Right. We are very old. You know why I shouldn't assume <laughs> these things? So, like, why don't you guys tell me how you guys will be approaching the club now that you are in your gear. You're properly attired. Now what's the plan? I set down my copy of the Gucci Detective as they finally finish putting their costumes together, and I'm like, you know, that's it's really not a bad book. Are you guys ready to go? Absolutely. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, okay. hello, I'm Bob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm ready. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Bob. <laughs> yes, I believe we're ready. What time is it? It's... Clurb 30, baby. It, yeah, it's, it's, nine, it's nine o'clock. Quarter to Clurb. Nine o'clock p.m. Nine. We what time is the? I mean, is it dark? We know vampires don't come out till after dark, right? Right. So we're gonna wait till like an appropriate dark time at least. Is it dark at nine o'clock? I'd say where we're at. Yeah, I mean, like the sun has fully set now at nine p.m. Okay, it's nine a.m. <laughs> yeah, let's be clear. Nine, that sounds like when we would actually Sunday go. morning. No. You're going to the club. <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, 9 p.m. All right. I assume the sun's down, and I'll drive us to the club. What does it look like when we arrive at the, like the at the club? We were in the parking lot. What is it? What's it look like? I mean, is it jumping? So the way this is gonna uh, be set up, like Nanito is kind of one of these towns that has like a main street, so most of the nightlife is centered in like one main avenue that kind of cuts through the town and there won't be a parking lot um and your guys's rental car is small i can't remember what brand you said it was but fiat yeah fiat mm-hmm. um so you'll have to probably parallel park it and then you'll be out in the middle of uh the town 
on a Saturday night going to be some people walking around on the street. Yeah, no, we're just <laughs> we're just drive right up to the club and just. <laughs> I feel like us walking up there looking like we do is going to be a great, great way to start the night, though. But no, we just pull up and just like toss our keys to someone who looks like a valet, like <laughs> park this car in front of the clear just yep. neon pink sign, a spicy meatball, and uh, it's got neon quotations around it as well. And then the rest of the sign is hanging down. That said all the cool shit that I mentioned at the end of last sure, episode. Sure, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, and yep. uh, you toss your keys to. A uh, guy standing outside that kind of just hit his chest. He wasn't really ready for that. And he's like, what? What What are you doing? I just fucked right up by it. He's the valet. <laughs> you kept... Uh, hello? Italiano? Inglese? You can't park here. Hello? I'm gone, hey, man. mumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm insanely rich. I'm a dragon. I'm just trying to be cool, doing things... They've been talking to me this whole time about acting like I'm in a movie, uh, a vampire movie specifically. I'm like, I've seen people do this in movies. I toss up the keys. I walk right up to the club doors. Unless someone stops me, I'm walking right in. Dr. Peter Vathrian feels like a badass right now. <laughs> there are a few people standing outside. It's not uh, like a line or anything to get in the club, like Roxbury or anything like that. But there are a few people outside who are like smoking and them and the person that you toss your keys at they're all kind of like starting to actually take in what you're wearing and <laughs> yeah, they are. heads are turning and just slow motion realization that like, you know, some people are mouthing like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> Three geriatrics just got out of a car. Two of them are dressed mm-hmm. like dr- vampires. One of them tossed his keys at a stranger <laughs> like it was nothing. Strolled right in. You open the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, the, if I can, I just open the door. All right. You guys are immediately accosted by, like, deep bass. Just like... Uh, it's very dark in here. And there's a hallway. There's a lot of fog that's kind of covering the ground, too. Like, from a fog machine. And there's a, the hallway that leads down. And you can see a little doorway to the left that has a bunch... Like, it's open. And there's light flashes like streaming in kind of matching the beat of the music it's a little humid in here a little musty and after that door there's also a closed door at the end of the hall and then a closed door on the right of that so two closed doors and then an open door that presumably leads to like the club proper do the doors that are closed have any sort of signs on them like management or employees only or anything like that yeah office something no they're just they're unmarked wooden doors normal wooden doors Mm. with a you know doorknob on them i look for descriptive plaques that might tell me long signs (laughs) who works there there's none in this hallway they're unmarked all right Uh, (laughs) we're in what (laughs) (laughs) exactly what i expected do we see anyone nearby? Nobody is out in this hallway now. And it's maybe like, it's not very big. It's like a 15 foot hallway. Do I see any cameras in the hallway? Yeah, you see the typical like, you know, black half globes uh, up in the ceiling. 
for security okay. cameras. Um, I'm gonna how far? Uh, so I'm gonna go 15 feet down the hall and just turn the knob and open the door that's at the end of the hall. <laughs> you open the door, so you pass the club. As you pass it in your peripheral, you could see uh, a full bar and a bunch of people dancing. There's a DJ up top. There's lasers going. Theatrical lighting. You know, there's the deep bass in there. It's, 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 um, nobody is dressed like the way that you Us. thought they might have been dressed <laughs> and uh, stressed yourself as. And yeah, you open the, the door at the end of the hall and there's just, it's like a, you know, dimly lit room. Uh, there's a guy sitting in a cheap computer chair sitting in front of an old computer monitor. It's kind of thick, not like a full on like back to the monitor, but this is from like 2004. And there's a big roll of receipts next to him and he just looks up at you and is like, in Italian, he asks, like, who the fuck are you? Uh, it's my first time here. Please excuse me. Uh, which way to the restaurant? He, like, looks past you to see if there's, like, anyone behind you or, like... I'm behind him. The club's back there. They let you in? <laughs> I like Wearing they that? let you in? Yes, hello, I'm uh, Robert. What is your name, sir? You, I'm in the middle of something here. Can you go? If you're gonna go to the club, it's right there. Otherwise, this is a a public area. This is a public area. No. <laughs> Thank you. I will sit down on the desk. <laughs> he. Do you think you could? Uh, do you serve a Pim's cup? <laughs> what is that? Uh, hey, Como se dice pimp in Italian? No, it's uh, it's uh, it's common misconception. It is Pims from the Pims liquor. Oh, uh, I thought you meant a pimp cup. He gets his no, cell but phone if you out, need one, I could purchase one for you. And he calls somebody. He's like, "Dude, can you get out of here?" I'm before he picks up the phone. I put my finger on the like on the hang up thing, and I'm just. <laughs> You pantomime picking up a phone like a like an old school phone. So you did say cell phone. Oh, <laughs> then yeah. But I like it so much better that you're like you reach behind his ear and <laughs> just touch the red, <laughs> the red hang up button. Yeah, that's what know. I do. And he's mm-hmm. like, what? What do you want? The bathroom. <laughs> uh, I yeah. What do we? What do you want? Um. <laughs> that was the whole ruse. Was I was looking for the bathroom. I'll just. Uh, I'll say. Uh, so sorry to have disturbed you. We'll. Um, we'll take our leave. Uh, okay. Okay. He's so confused. I sniff the air for Speechless. garlic or any other. <laughs> There's signs of vampires. You don't smell garlic. You smell Mm. probably some like bo, probably some cologne perfumes. So no, so no garlic or blood smells. Um, no garlic. I would say there's too much like there's too much smells in the air for you to Mm. distinguish if one of them is like blood. 
total lack of evidence makes me super suspicious yep. of this guy. So I give him the old right. I'm watch Robert De Niro, I'm watching you, uh, finger eyes thing, and uh, I back out of the room. Are you in charge of the club? No. The club? Are you willing to sell it? I'm not in charge of the... To sell it? <laughs> right, yes. I'm looking to purchase uh, the club and perform the necessary innovations so you may now be equipped to serve the Pims Cups. I don't know, man. You gotta, like... There's a phone number on Google. Call that. Like, during normal hours, <laughs> that's gonna be... They'll, they'll put you in touch with somebody who will help you with that, I'm sure. Is it posted on the sign outside? <laughs> yeah, it's on, on line 17. <laughs> All right. I will examine it. <laughs> I'll take that telephone number down to call when I get back <laughs> to my house and can use the landline. <laughs> All right. Now that I've left this room, there's one other door, and then there's the actual club. Yeah. Might as well just be thorough. I opened the other door. There's a bathroom. Nice. Just it's single, you like single toilet, sink. It's over here, Sam. Sam, this is where the bathroom is. Over. Oh, yes. Thank you. Sorry to have bothered you, sir. Uh, it's, yeah, whatever, man. Okay. I do not apologize. Yeah, I bet not. <laughs> you, okay. You say it aloud. <laughs> he Come on, shuts the door. I guess we go to the club now. <laughs> yeah. Shoot out. The club. Walk into the club. Did we see anything like on the cameras or the the not the computer the computer screens in that office? It was like QuickBooks. Like he's just tallying up like receipts and shit. And you can actually hear him on the phone now talking. Now the door's shut. He's like, "Are you?" Letting like who the fuck are you letting in? Did you let in three old dudes? Like they just came barging into my office. <laughs> I'm so tempted to bust back in there and hang up his cell phone again and say, "I said no." Are you <laughs> out front? Like who's out? You are. Well, what the fuck, man? I just they, got this free car. Their car? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even on the sidewalk. They left it in the street. <laughs> I move on with my life. I'm in the club now. <laughs> yeah. This man makes us seem way cooler than we are. <laughs> All right. Those club... are just facts that happened. I did leave the car in the street. <laughs> I, that is true. The music is bumping. Party is hopping. We're looking for vamps and tramps. Yeah. <laughs> <in here. laughs> <laughs> All right. Deep bass is going. As you guys step in, there is again. The people nearest to you are slowly like turning and eyeing you and wondering what the fuck you're wearing. And <laughs> you're you're definitely uh, standing genius. out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, what do you do? There's a bar. There's I go up to the bar. Floor. Okay. Uh, you step up to the bar. The mm-hmm. bar is kind of crowded. Um, you're able to squeeze into three spots next to each other and there's a bartender who there's one bartender and he's down at the other end of the bar helping somebody right now and there's people on either side of you like staring at him waiting then slowly staring at you i nod at them (laughs) i I can tell they're impressed (laughs) i look one of them directly in the eye and just stare at them (laughs) (laughs) they get kind of weirded out Uh, yeah they do (laughs) 
Understandably so. Mm-hmm. I you know what? Uh let's use some let's do some stuff. I want to maybe can I like provoke, use my provoke skill to try to like I want these people to leave the bar. I want to I want to get to the bartender faster. So it would be better for me if there weren't people waiting for drinks. Can I try to provoke like again, not over the top or anything, but I just want to give these people a vibe like kind of emit with my kind of fear toxin breath. Like maybe I'm just ever like I light a cigarette to hide it, but I'm really blowing out some light fear smoke to be like you don't want to be around here right now. Like you want to go to some other part of the club. Can okay. I do that? Yeah, yeah. So you're going to overcome an obstacle here. Okay. So you're going to roll. You said you're provoke. I think that's, if I'm remembering right from my research, that should be like instilling, inciting fear in somebody or or yeah. like getting them angry or whatever. But it's like doing something to get a reaction out of. No, that's good. That works. Um, oh, that didn't go well. So you can roll a fate point or spend a fate point to uh, get a plus two, which should do it. Let me pull up the ladder here. I mean, so this is just going to be an average thing, an average score that you need to beat. So plus one. So if you spend a fate point, you can increase your roll by two to make it average and then you'll succeed. Okay. Oh, this kind of feels stupid to spend a fate point on. But you know what? Let's just engage with the mechanics and I will spend a fate point and maybe I'll get compelled and earn a fate point later. And now I've made that a success. Mm -hmm. So I light this cigarette and I inhale too deeply uh, in my faking of uh, like blowing out the spear gas. I'm just like, (coughs) and then I like blow out the actual fear toxin. And so I I gracefully recover. Okay, and so the people around you are kind of, the way it affects some of them are, you know, actually kind of like just driven away from where you are now and just kind of like walk away like, oh, they don't want to be here anymore. Some people are actually like looking at you, giving you nasty looks like, one even bubbles like, you can't smoke in here, dude, it's 2023, like, (laughs) and walks away disgusted um, the bartender his attention has gotten and he comes over to you and he's like hey sir can you put that out inside you can go smoke it outside if you want but you can't smoke it here uh yeah sure no i put it out he looks at his empty like not empty bar but he's cleared out so he's like well what can i get you uh i'll take an old-fashioned uh if you can make me one and also just Nope, that's all I want. I want to drink for now. Let's try to be normal. <laughs> all right, and he looks at the two of you expectantly. Uh, could you make an old-fashioned for me, but with two ounces of Pim's number one liqueur, uh, half an ounce of lemon juice, squeezed, please, not the fake stuff, and uh, garnished with a cucumber and topped with ginger ale. All right up. If you have some other, like, mint or strawberry to garnish, that would be acceptable as well. You got both. You want them both? All of it. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) He's looking at you, Patrick. Out of a scotch. Neat. Oh, much easier. Yeah. Uh, So he starts (laughs) making you guys drink. Which scotch are you drinking? 
What is your scotch selection? Uh, he lists off <laughs> nice scotches that will be expensive. It does not matter. I brought my own. Here is some Bunahaven. No, no, no. <laughs> gotta pick one of ours for that. I Sorry. will roll resources. <laughs> <laughs> So that I brought my own scotch. <laughs> Never leave home without it. <sighs> okay. Right. While he's talking to the others, is there any indication that he's like got vampire bite marks on his neck or anything weird? Uh, spiky teeth, that kind of thing. Um, no. So he is. He starts making you guys drinks. He seems like a nice, you know, pleasant bartender and. Is taking some care with the drinks he's making you. You don't see any, you know, teeth or bite marks. He doesn't smell weird or anything like that. Is there a mirror behind the bar? Does he have a reflection? Uh, there is no mirror behind the bar. That makes sense for a vampire bar. Mm -hmm. Does he have any tattoos? Was that one of the things we learned about vampires? I don't believe that was. I think we assumed. I don't know, yeah. But... You know, real life vampires. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the real ones. He's uh, making you guys drinks, and he is kind of looking at you, taking it in. And he's like, "Do you guys just come from like the theater or something?" Sure. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Thanks. <laughs> he's like, "I really like your costume." He's talking to you, Robert. Uh, he's like, "Yes, I I contacted the main designer for what we do in the shadows and had them." Uh, create this for me. No shit! Yeah, I, are you familiar with their work? Yeah, I saw that show. And he's looking at you and he's like, yours is a little more uh, old-fashioned. He's looking at I, Sam. That's what I was going for. Nice, okay. Sure. Well, here's your scotch. Here's your old-fashioned. And here's your old-fashioned with two ounces of pins and half an ounce of lemon juice freshly squeezed and cucumber and uh, mint and strawberry garnish thank you I appreciate it have you seen any uh, people in the club who are perhaps uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna straight up ask him yeah, this, is, this, is where, this is the I'm speed really bump I got to it. earlier yeah, this is right. This is exactly the part of the road where I hit and went. Oh, maybe turn back off. Perhaps they are ordering uh, Bloody Marys. <laughs> I like nod and wink. Like yeah, wink. <laughs> if I were perhaps to try and order a Bloody Mary, wink. Yes, yeah, so thank you for saying it. Because again, the visual <laughs> joke of you winking isn't really translating <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> and the joke is very much worth it. <laughs> So, uh, where would I go to get one? Perhaps a Virgin Bloody Mary? Wink. <laughs> uh, I like to imagine that you say wink as you wink at him, yeah. too. Uh, the bartender is kind of weirded out by this question. He's like, you guys cops or something? So, okay, this is a question I have about what we can do. Can I actually make my... Like, we have dragon. We're dragons, right? And we're dragons disguised as humans. Can I make my teeth seem sharp like a vampire like can I kind of come out start to come out of my dragon form enough to pass as a vampire like yeah you could you can disguise your teeth to make them a little sharper you can make your teeth look like 
vampire teeth. Okay. Yeah, so I want to say, like, I want to do that. And then I'm like, we're friends of the owner. And I, like, flash the teeth, the sharp teeth. And I'm like, he like. Full, do you understand what we mean? Like, he full stop, like, back, like, takes, like, four steps back and bumps into the back of the bar where the, like, kind of shakes a couple bottles up on shelves. And he's like, oh, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Uh, listen, I don't. I don't want any trouble or anything. Um, I didn't know anything was happening tonight. But you do know that things happen here, is what you're saying. Y- yeah. Come come a little closer, and we're going to have a little conversation. Oh, God, he's so scared, but he, he slowly steps closer back to the bar. Okay. Um, well, I just need to ask because I <laughs> we're new to this game. Is someone better at deceit? I have a plus one to deceive. Does someone have a better deceive than me? Let me look at my scores. No, I also have a plus one. I do not have a better deceive than you. Okay. I want to. I give everyone a quick nudge that I might need help with this, <laughs> but I am going to try to deceive this man, and. I just basically want to lay out just some bullshit and see what I can kind of pick up from what's going on. And I'm like, you work here, and the people who work here are rather old. But let's just say we're older, if you catch my meaning. And some of the things that are going on are going on without our full... We're, we're worried, we're concerned that things are going on that aren't up to, uh, haven't met with our approval yet, if you understand what I'm saying. So we're here to find out what's really actually going on. So we'd like to hear it from the horse's mouth, uh, which in this case is you. And so I basically, the, if that was... Oh, is he a centaur? Is he some kind of disguised <laughs> centaur person? So when I nudged you for help, I really meant I watched you ruin the deception. <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to convey, and uh, maybe my character can actually do it better than Matt can, is we work for or are like different, more powerful vampires, and uh, we're coming and checking in on what's going on here. And so I just want him to tell me, like from his point of view, everything he knows. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll roll that deceive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was good. Yeah, I don't know excellent. if I get to know if I've passed or not, or yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay. So he doesn't have a very good, um, I don't know, like bullshit detector. So yeah, you deceive him with that, and so he begins to tell you, like, you know, for a few years now, I don't know all the details. I just know that. There's a couple guys that come in, and then there's a few people who get picked out of the crowd, and then they disappear. Um, now that you're in the like dance floor proper area, you can see that there's another doorway on the other side where you guys had come in from, and that leads into a hallway as well. And he's like, they get taken through the back. I don't know what really happens to them, but yeah, it's like basically like every tuesday and thursday a few people go ladies night <laughs> <laughs> ladies night is saturday 
<laughs> uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays aren't very busy. So it's... I don't know. I'm surprised it's not more talked about, you know, considering everything. But yeah, that's all I know. It is starting to get more talked about. This is yes, sort of problem. That's, that's one of the reasons we're here. Fedusha Inc. is finally on to the, the business of uh, our order. <laughs> I don't know how they describe themselves. I almost said <laughs> coven, but I don't think that's right. Look, I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about... I just 10 bar, man. Right. I don't want to get involved. I just started here a few years ago. Can we tell if he's telling us everything or not? Um, let's see. Look at some skills. Does this game have like an insight check equivalent? Good question. Might be like empathy or something where... Rapport or even. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'd say you can or roll... Like notice. Notice, yeah, could be. Yeah, let's go ahead and say that's a notice. Okay. Does anyone have a high notice? I have plus one. That beats me. I will try to notice if he if I feel like I'm getting all the information out of him. Okay. I did fair. It says I got plus two. Um. Yeah. You don't think he's you? You get the feeling that he's scared of you. Sure. Hmm. That makes sense. Could I ask how much money you make working at this establishment? Well, I make uh like eight dollars an hour, but I make tons of tips and then i get a payout every tuesday and thursday for helping them scope people out sure just sort of uh, ballpark monthly income what would you say monthly i'd say about three thousand euros all right i would be willing to uh increase that significantly if you were to uh perhaps keep an eye out on some of the things that are happening here and tell us about them uh, you know in order to evaluate how thoroughly we need to intervene look whatever you want man also last question for me you say that you're you get a payout for scoping them out uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays what criteria have they told you to look out for uh they're asking me for people who look healthy, uh, young, but if they, you know, they just have to look young. So I guess some people, you know, may just look young for their age. Uh, they're also asking me to see if they're drinking a lot and if they're dancing, do they get tired really easily? Are they running out of breath? Mm. You know, some people just tearing it up out there. Sure. Word. All right. Well, thank you, Jimothy. <laughs> yes that's my name I'm sure his name is Jimothy this is a test to see if he's brave enough to correct me uh, <laughs> I am Jimothy Connery <laughs> <laughs> alright good Italian name uh, <laughs> I'm on an EU work I, visa from sure. Romania <laughs> I leave Bar. <laughs> Do we? What night of the week is this, by the way? Um, I think we said it was Friday. Friday. Okay. You want to try to go down and 
or through the back door and see what's back yeah, there. Yeah, hallway number, hallway number two. All right, so um, as you're turning around from the bar, you can see with this clearer view of the dance floor, kind of near that opposite door, there's a guy who's just standing against the wall uh, who looks kind of sulky and shady, and he's watching you. Um, looks like he's been watching you since you've been talking to the bartender. Hello, yes, I am Robert. You just walked right <laughs> up to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I want to walk to that hallway. I don't. And if we have to pass him, sure, but I don't want to go talk to him specifically. <laughs> he's right next to the hallway door. As you're walking up to it, he does like step to kind of intercept you, but then also it sounds like Robert just walks right up to him and dropped his signature okay. catchphrase. <laughs> and he's like, this isn't part of the club. Bathroom's that way. Yes, well, fang gang for life and all that. And I give him a wink. <laughs> like <laughs> He, like, he, like, narrows his, like, eyebrows, looks at you with squinty, suspicious eyes. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? I flash, I do the teeth thing again. I flash him my fangs. Uh, his eyes go wide, and he's like looking around. He's like, What the fuck are you doing? I'm trying to get you to I, out of the way of the, where I want to go. Looking at the costumes of <laughs> <Robert> <laughs> and uh, Sam, and is like, Okay, get into the hallway. Come on. Thank you for your cooperation. <laughs> I knew the costumes were a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your cooperation. It it's now. coming. He brings you into the hallway and he's like, what? Why are you dressed like that? What are you doing? Do we, can we tell if this guy's a vampire or not? See, he give Is off he any stinky? sort of, you know, supernatural game recognizes supernatural game. Um, I mean, he doesn't obviously exude anything just on sight, but you would know that that's typical. Like, people, just the same way people can't tell you guys are dragons just by looking at you. There's like a a disguise. Right. I'm confused by the question. This is how we always dress. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, that's how you always dress. I mean, I am dressed how I always dress. Coming to this club. Why are you dressed the way you are dressed? Now fucking blend in. I, there's no reason for us to blend oh. in. We are superior. Okay. Bingo. S- save that shit for, you know, in a few months' time. Who are, who are you with? Hello. Yes, I am Robert. I, I Okay. You said that. I don't know you, though. Are you guys... Are you the guys who busted in on Tom? Tomas? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I say yeah before he can say anything. Yeah, yeah. He says, and then I say just to add to it, I go, well, technically, but also we're there, we're those guys' boss. What you guys are? I'm sorry. Is there another group of old dudes dressed like ridiculous Halloween costumed vampires who busted in on the accounting side? No, I know it's generous to call it that, but you know. We're just adding up Right, that is there. the one of the most important parts of running a business is euphemisms for your corruption. Oh, I thought you were just going to say, like, keep a tally of the finances. I was 
gonna be like, damn. You no, get it's it. more about the names and the terminology. <laughs> <laughs> In my experience, finances have very little to do with uh, whether a business is decided to be successful or not. Yeah, that tracks for you. Uh, <laughs> listen, listen here, Jack. It doesn't. You don't get to know how many groups of old men dressed like this bust in on places whenever they want. That's kind of the whole point. That's for us, the old men, to know. So when we say we want to go into the back of the club, excuse me, the back of the club, <laughs> you step aside and let us go. And if you make me flash my fucking teeth one more time, in fact, if anyone makes me flash my teeth one more fucking time, I'm gonna burn this fucking club to the ground. <laughs> okay, okay, calm down. He reaches up to the wall and there's like a switch and he flips it and um you could see either really good or really bad (laughs) like a security door kind of slides in place to like shut this hallway off from the rest of the club the club and uh kind of locks it off behind you he's like you can't be shouting shit out like that okay we still have cover to hold here that's the thing, Sonny. I can shout anything I want, wherever I want. That's the level I'm on. That's the level we're on. We get to dress like this because we've earned the right. <laughs> like it's a fucking privilege yes. to dress like a clown. <laughs> and he's like, you know, everyone else doesn't get to go to Spirit Halloween, but we do, okay? <laughs> Yeah, that's a long... We're VIP members at uh, Spencer's Gifts, too. <laughs> you got, like, the keychain barcode, like, rewards for Spencer's mm-hmm. Gifts. We tore up a Sizzler earlier, and we're not afraid to throw our weight around about it. Oh, my God. Okay, what are you here for? Does Janio know you're here? What is this? I don't know what to do with you, man. You don't have to do anything. Just go back to. I have to. I can't. Like, if people get driven out, they're going to be pissed. I'm going to get in trouble. All right. Let's let's back up a step. I just want to recap the series of events that have happened. I tried to walk somewhere. You have put on a whole production about it, and you're upset that the production has happened. I'm telling you, sir. Step aside. Let us pass, and let us be about our business. We could be in and out of here in two minutes. Or you can continue to argue with us in the hallway. These are choices you're making. Whatever, man. He stands to the <laughs> side and like... I can also roll something if you want, if you don't want to just accept why. <laughs> but this is the route that Vathrian has decided to go, is that he is the head vampire now. <laughs> and he, or the three of us are head elder vampires, and that we demand respect... And anything less than that is he's just going to keep escalating. So I can roll something or you can just like this guy can just back down. But like, it's whatever you want to do for me. I don't know. Uh, No, he backs down and he kind of like beckons his hand to kind of like be my guest, you know, exasperated. But Mm -hmm. sure. Uh, once he's out of earshot, I'm just like, he's gonna get fired. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, uh, so the the hallway here leads pretty far back, further back than um, the other side did. Probably at least twice as long before it turns a corner, just one way to keep going. 
I mean, in for a penny, in for a pound at this point, right? Yeah, for sure. Also, real quick, because I my character would have just heard it, but like Matt was trying to think of how the mechanics work in the game. What is the name of the person he just said? Like, do you work or Janio? Janio. Okay. Just important to note for later. Yeah, just when I meet someone and they're like, <laughs> I need to name drop. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, once we round the corner, I mean, if we don't see anyone, I'm just like really quickly under my breath, like, okay, I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants here. Like, what do you guys want to do? <laughs> like, so you round the corner. You're doing great. And there's, it's, it's kind of a bigger area back here, maybe like 20 feet by 20 feet. There's only one exit. It's a, a set of double, like industrial double doors, like with the push bar like if you were leaving a school or uh sure and it says yeah. exit over it no it doesn't say exit it just oh, okay. that is the only way if you were wanting to continue this way instead of turning around i mean i do i, see I don't any want alarms to... on the door nothing like you don't see any like alarm sensors that are okay like if you All if right. they separate it's gonna you know set a laser off or something okay yeah. I want to open it, but I don't. I want to like. <laughs> I don't want to walk out into an alley and be outside the club. And this was all. This is there's there's not... little there's like the little windows on it too, like a normal. Okay, so can I see so through what's see, on the other side? Yeah, what you're seeing is a like a, a stairwell landing, and then it descends. Oh, this looks like the right spot. All right, let's keep going. I push through. All right, you open the door. And um, it's a little more like dimly lit in here, almost like it's just like generator lights uh, spaced out further apart. Uh, the light is, I don't know how to describe it. Those light bulbs that are like low blue light, you know? Sure. Uh, that you would put on at like night if you were trying to read or something. <laughs> and um, well, the, the hallway was lit up like normal. Hmm. That was different from the darkness of the club, but now mm. we're you're back in kind of darkness here, where it seems almost intentional. I assume we can see fine though, even yeah, yeah. in darkness. Yeah, you as can. Dragons. Well, it's not even it's not even that dark. Um, sure, but I'm just saying, in like just to put that marker down, can we see in the dark or clo- like? Or- yeah, like you you the the visibility would be black. low, but you have good yeah. enough hearing and smell. And little like you know, snake tongue. You could taste the air. You you sure. could you'd have ways to quote unquote see. Like you'd be aware right. of your surroundings if it were dark. Okay, I just want to keep descent. The stairs just go down, right? They don't go up. No, straight down. Yeah. Okay, down I go. All right, I'm right behind him. Same. So you descend down for what seems to be like three stories, and then you get into another hallway that has. It's probably about 30 feet long, and it has a few branching doors. Okay, as we're descending these stairs, I just want to now have a more... I mean, again, I'm keeping my voice down for for the fiction, but, like, in reality, I'm going to talk in my normal volume. Um, are we... Like, if we just walk down here, and there's just... It's full of vampires. Are we... Like, are we trying to get out of here? Are we going to put a stop to this tonight? What? Do, where, do, where are you guys at? I mean... We could try to disrupt the organization so I just right now, but what I would like to do uh, personally is get more of a, uh, a sense of the, the finances and sort of figure out the other threads to the spider web. 
and perhaps uh, attack them from more of a, a fiduciary angle. Mm-hmm. I would like to know that what we're taking out is a significant target, I guess, before we just burn some like right vamps and it doesn't do anything. Counterpoint: It would be fun. Oh, I mean, I'm down. Right, but well, I, I think we need to like know who we're taking out here. Sure. I I think that there's something to be said for playing it by ear and trying not to take them down. But if we figure out that this is it, that all these people... I don't want more and more people being abducted through here because we're playing the long game. Uh, but just wanted to get a check-in before we can't check-in anymore. I want to know... This may be for us to discuss later, not while we're walking down these stairs, but I want to know if the Fiducia 9000 or whatever, why they haven't been here and taken care of this, if they if this is their lead. Well, and pre- also... Presumably they can't do the vampire trick with the teeth. I think that's right, but, probably the big hang-up. <laughs> but also, if like this is the last place all these people were seen, why are the fucking cops not gone down here? I mean, I'm just saying there might be some right. people on their payroll. Mm, fair. And we don't know who that is yet. I'm sure Buddy Holly's involved. We're going to have to kill him. <laughs> for general purpose. <laughs> Probably him and the big bopper. Yeah. Richie Valens mm-hmm. and the gang. I mean, I say if they make it a fight, then we finally figure out how to fight in this system. And <laughs> we do what we got to do. <laughs> sure. All right. We get to the bottom of the steps. We go through. Yeah. So you're now you're in a hallway and there's a... Wait, just to be clear. That this is the bottom where the st- stairs end and then there's a door, or is it like the stairs keep going? This is just the first door we've hit. No, this is the end of the stairwell, and then there's okay. it doesn't even it's not even doors. It, the end of the stairwell hits a hallway. Just, okay, and there's branching off three doors on each side, so a total of six, and then there's a dead end. I mean, first door first, Cla- classic. Yes, first door makes first. sense to me. Open the first door we come to. Alright, as you go up to open the door, it looks like, again, it's like an industrial style like door with a turn handle, and there's a little window that you could see into, like a like a classroom door almost. But as you walk up to it, somebody else on the other side is walking up to it too, and like, meets you at the window. Uh-huh. And he's got like, like Buffy style, like vampire face. Mm-hmm. No eyebrows, but like crazy arched forehead wrinkles. Sure. And big fangs coming out of his mouth. And you hear him like muffled through the door, like, what the fuck? And like, you guys open the door at the same time. And he steps out. He's like, what the fuck is this? What is. Who the fuck are you? I just immediately throw it back on him. Who the fuck are you? Good question. He looks back. <laughs> there's There's three people behind him, or three other vampires behind him. And. They're also all carrying baseball bats. Mm-hmm. And they're that like, odd, but okay. we heard some shit was going on upstairs. How, how the fuck did you get back here? And we're going to enter a conflict as they all raise their bats and look at you. I guess that's how I guess we just got to answer to our question, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll see you next week in the back room of a spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'd appreciate it if you could take a minute to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can find us on Twitter at Whose Dice or at Whose Dice Are These Anyway at gmail.com. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.